إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب إليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار عباد الله Dear brothers and sisters in Islam Today is the fourth of Rabi'a al-Awwal 1441 and in Rabi'a al-Awwal we remember great events happened in that month the month of Rabi'a al-Awwal so Rabi'a al-Awwal Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was born الربيع الأول محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم arrived in Medina in his long journey in his migration from مكة to المدينة الربيع الأول also محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم left there this world to meet his Lord so the month of ربيع الأول is a very important month in our Islamic history Actually, I can say Rabi' al-Awwal is the most important month in the history of the human being. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be the seal of the prophets. Alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi afdal salatu wa tamu taslim. So he is the seal of the prophets alayhi salatu wa salam and his birth, his hijrah, his death are very important points in the human being history. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to this world and he is rahmah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called him. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ Or described him. وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةَ الْعَالَمِينَ We sent you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, only as a mercy to human being. And he is, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a mercy to human being. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came after two prophets. And these two prophets came with special occasions, actually with miracles. But Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came without any miracle. His birth, his bringing up, there wasn't any miracle in that. Musa alayhi salam, there was a miracle in his birth. And how his mom threw him 
in the river Nile to save him. Isa السلام, born without a father as another miracle. Muhammad وسلم, came natural. To tell us something important. That this deen, the deen that came with Muhammad وسلم, is a natural deen. A deen goes with your nature. You don't, have, you don't need to make a lot of changes. You just go with the right things in your life and you'll find yourself. Everything in this deen goes with the nature. Everything with this deen goes with what the general people accepted. All the people on earth accepting kindness. Accepting that you have to be truthful. You have to be honest. You have to be helpful. All these things came with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The people these days, they are mixed. When Rabi' al-Awwal comes, what shall we say? What shall we tell our children? Because we are talking that celebrating Mawlid is bid'ah. And we keep talking about this subject and we're forgetting to tell our children about our, our great Prophet Muhammad So you'll find a lot of concentration, a lot of talks concentrating on the bid'ah of the Mawlid. And on the other hand, we are forgetting to talk about Muhammad Definitely, Making these type of celebrations that we see and with a lot of munkarat in this mawalid, definitely it is bid'ah. There is no doubt about this. But we should not forget talking about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when this occasion comes, the Rabi' al-Awwal. Because our children needs to know about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have to listen to understand to recognize the truth about Muhammad in this way we love him more also we'll clarify the image about Muhammad and we know the facts one of the facts that there are many people they are mixed about it is when actually Muhammad was born so all the scholars, they are saying he was born in Rabi' al-Awwal. But there are differences. Did he was born at the beginning of Rabi' al-Awwal, on the 8th, on the 12th? You'll find Ibn Ishaq, for example, saying that he was born on the 12th. And this is the majority of the scholars, they are saying this. And one of the muhaqqiqeen, those who done a lot of research, called Mahmoud Basha al-Falaki and he's Egyptian scholar and he has very good knowledge about astronomy, about geography, maths and he done a research and he found that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was born on Monday the 9th of Rabi' al-Awwal which equal to the 20th of April the year 571, which was the first year of the the year of elephant. Now they made these calculations 
Because the Nabi sallallahu alayhi said in authentic hadith that I was born Monday. So they went back and tried to find what was the exact date on Monday on that year 571 and they find that it is the 9th of Rabi'ah al-Awwal. Now this fact will change the idea of many people because many people they are thinking Muhammad sallallahu was born on the 12th. But actually the studies and the research because now you can go back to many years before and find exactly what was the day, what was the date, and you can calculate the Hijri uh, against Miladi. I mean, the, the solar uh, uh, calendar with the lunar calendar. You can do all these comparisons now because, mashallah, the, the knowledge of these things improved uh, a lot. And Muhammad وسلم, he started his hijrah in Safar, the end of Safar, and he arrived at Medina on the 12th of Rabi'ah al-Awwal. And all the historians, they are agreeing that Muhammad وسلم, was died on the 12th of Rabi'ah al-Awwal. And this is something we need to understand. So Muhammad وسلم, he wasn't born on the 12th. Actually, he died on the 12th. So those who are celebrating the 12th or Rabi'ah al-Awwal without knowledge or with knowledge, they are celebrating the day of the death of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And I don't think any, any person with, with knowledge and understanding and with respect to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa will celebrate his death. No one will celebrate the death of their hero. But you'll find Muslims, unfortunately, they are celebrating the death of the Prophet because they think that was the, the Mawlid of the Prophet And this bid'ah, as I said, of the Mawlid started with the Ubaidiyin in Egypt and Al-Maqrizi, he's one of the historians, he is talking about what happened uh, in one of their kings at that time called Ismail bin Yusuf al-Imbabi. And he said they had the Mawlid on 799 Hijri. And on that, on that night, all the people came and they committed all types of fusuq and disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the, in the next morning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent on them a hurricane and it destroyed many of the things that they were celebrating and also the tents that you, they used at that time. So a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the munkarat they committed at that night. When we talk about Muhammad والسلام, brothers and sisters, we have to remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave Muhammad وسلم, the highest level of praising. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described him at the end of Surah Al-Tawbah, Azizun ma'anittum, harisun alaykum bil rahim. So came to you, a prophet from amongst yourself, and it is hard for, for him to see any, any of you suffering from any hardship. And he's so kind and he's merciful to you. The only prophet that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him a description. Similar to a description of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Muhammad alayhi salatu 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many ayahs he described himself that he is Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. And when he spoke about Muhammad sallallahu he said about him, Ra'ufur Rahim. This is only done to Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about his manners, he raised him to the highest level of manners. And he said in Surah Al-Qalam, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Indeed, you have the highest level of, of manners. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered all of us, if we'd like to be saved in this dunya and in akhirah, to follow the Prophet والسلام, and to take him as the role model and follow him in everything. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Ahzab, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهُ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرُ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Indeed, in the Prophet ﷺ, you have great example to those who are looking for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the last day uh, and remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot. When they describe the Nabi ﷺ, they describe how he looks. But look at one of those who describe the Nabi ﷺ what he said. ما رأيت أحدا في حلة مرجلا أحسن منه كأن الشمس تجري في وجهه وإذا ضحك ضحك يتلألأ في الجد وأجمل الناس من بعيد وأحسنه من قريب من رآه بديهة هابة ومن خالطه معرفة أحبة. So I haven't seen anyone with his dress and he's combed his hair better than the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. When you see him as the sun goes inside his face that he's shiny and when he loves that his teeth will be like pearls and he's the most beautiful person when you look when you see him from far and the most beautiful person when you see when you are close to him anyone who can see him he will respect him and anyone he will mix him mix with him then he will love him sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam and another one he when he spoke about him he said لم أرى قبله ولا بعده طيب الرائحة والعرق ولقد كان يعرف برائحته وإن لم يرى وقد كان يضع يده على رأس الطفل رحمة الله فكانت تشم عليه رائحة طيبة I haven't seen similar to him before him or after him He's all the time smells nice even if he sweats and you can recognize him by his nice smell even if you don't see him and he used to put his hand on the head of the child as a type of uh, mercy and you can smell after that uh, the, uh, the smell of the hair of that child after Nabi ﷺ moves his hand from the head of that child. When he speaks وسلم, he was the most eloquent person on earth and when he used to talk to the Arabs at that time he used to talk to them with their dialect despite that he used to speak Quraysh uh, dialect, but he, when he used to meet the people, he used to talk to them in their dialect, despite the fact that he didn't learn any of these in any school or any, any place. And all those who used to see Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they used to say, we haven't seen a person more eloquent than Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam from among all the human beings. And they said 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam from the sons of Adam, then he chose from, uh, from them Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, and from Ismail, Bani Kinana, and from Bani Kinana, Quraysh, and from Quraysh, Bani Hashim, and then he chose from Bani Hashim, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he's from a noble family, a noble lineage, going back to Ibrahim and Adam alayhim salatu wasalam. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose him or chose the land that Nabi sallallahu was born in, he chose him in the land that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to be the place that all people on the earth will go to make hajj to it. And this is shows you how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised the, the raise the situation or the status of Nabiuna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So his family is the best family. The place that he was born in is the best place on earth. And this shows us how great is our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nijalinu wa iyaakum al-lazina istamanu al-qawla fa'ittabi'una ahsana. الحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وتم التسليم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Now when we look at the deen, the religion that Allah سبحانه وتعالى sent Muhammad with, we'll find this deen is the best deen. It is the deen which is Allah سبحانه وتعالى has chosen to make it the seal of the religions on on this earth. Could you come forward, brothers? So those who are standing, جزاكم الله خير. So, the usul, the principles of the deen are five, which is to protect, to protect the human being, to protect their wealth, to protect their lineage, to protect their mind and brains, and also to protect the religion. And we'll find that Islam protects all that. So Islam forbids killing. Islam ask the people to keep the wealth of all the people uh, protected, uh, protect the lineage, so zina is haram, protected the, the brains that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbids all the way, in all the ways to play with the minds of the people and also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Islam protected your religion that this religion is the most beautiful religion on earth. When we think about Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we'll find him the best example sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you talk about patience, you'll find Muhammad alayhi salatu wa sallam is the best person on this. So he was uh, injured in Uhud and they asked him, make dua against Quraysh who caused this. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, I haven't been sent as a person who just cares the people. Only I been sent as mercy. Then he said, Oh Allah, guide my people because they don't know. What a beautiful answer to the people on that day. He's injured. Then after that, he's making dua to guide the people. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his dua in less than eight years after that.
And in Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, once one of the Bedouins came to him and grabbed him from his cooler and he said, give me from the money that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you to the extent that the, the dress made a mark on the neck of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Nabi sallallahu he said to him, calm down. And he gave him from, from the money on that day sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When you talk about how humble he is, Nabi sallallahu you'll find him. He used to help at home. He used to fix his shoes, fix his clothes, even to clean uh, the house, help his wives. This is what the Prophet sallallahu used to do at home. Anas ibn Malik worked with the Prophet sallallahu 10 years. And he said, I worked for him 10 years and he never asked me for something I did. Why you did that? Or for something I haven't done, why you haven't done that? This is how the Prophet sallallahu used to be with the people who worked with him. When it has come to shaja'ah, to, to be brave, the Sahaba, they are saying, when it was, the war was very tense, we used to go to the Prophet ﷺ and stay behind him. So, because the Nabi ﷺ was the bravest person at that, at that time. When it comes to his generosity, you'll find that they are saying the Nabi ﷺ can akram al-nas. He used to be the most generous person. وَأَكْرَمْ مَا يَكُونَ فِي رَمَضَانِ وَأَجْوَدْ مَا يَكُونَ فِي رَمَضَانِ And the best place or time he used to be very generous in Ramadan sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. And when we talk about uh, how humble he is again, then in one occasion he came and the people stood, stood up for him. And the Nabi sallallahu asked them, Sit down. لا تقوموا كما تقوم الأعاجم. Don't stand for me as the non-Arabs at that time used to do. And I am only a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I eat as the servant eats and sit as the servant sits. There are many things that we can talk about our great Prophet Muhammad <laughs> And this is something I encourage the parents to teach their children. Just buy a book like the Sealed Niktar, which talks about the seer of the Nabi Sallallahu and try to read that book to your children. Tell them about our great Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam because you'll find these children knows about these uh, celebrities and football players more than what they know about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. أسأل الله أن يجعلنا جميعا من الذين يريدون الحوض على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأن يكون شفيعنا يوم القيامة وصلى الله أن يغفر لنا ولكم وأن يرحمنا وإياكم وأن يتوب علينا وعليكم وأخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم السلام